Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Music the Lifeblood. I'm your very humble host, Dustin. Big Jake, what are we talking about? We have a cornucopia of topics today, <laughs> judging by that little yellow pad, covering things such as which do you prefer, Pantera or or the Lamb of God? <laughs> I aggravated some people. Today. <laughs> oh, really? I did. You're always aggravating people, man. Yeah. You have Striper written down. I'm not sure why we're talking I about do. Striper. I but do. Yeah, on I had, board. I had a I had a Striper. Run in. What? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> I, okay, for, well, okay. Because Striper, I will say, there's nothing Dude. wrong with Striper. I D- do meet some Striper. Is there? I don't, I don't mind Striper. <laughs> musically, musically, I don't mind Striper. Politics. I'm sure there's some shenanigans <laughs> a politics but. thing, right? Um, no, I had a, I had a Striper uh, sighting run in. I don't even know. Sighting? I don't even did you, know. Like, did you literally bump into Striper? I had a Striper. Did they throw Bible pamphlets at you from stage because <laughs> they did that. I don't know if you know the, that. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, I bought a I bought a copy of To Hell with the Devil on twelve inch. Oh, okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, just because from a music standpoint, they're a good band. Striper's solid, dude. Yeah, they are. But there's some overt kind of you know quality I mean, to it i think yeah yeah <laughs> but I, anyway okay anyway the reason that i wrote it down on my my thing is that i was thinking about striper i was i was thinking a lot about uh how music affects people and why you're drawn to uh the the music or the art that you're drawn to that you particularly like yourself right. like what catches your eye right and this was spurred because i did it ended with this. I'm going to write a book. Oh, okay. That's oh. where that's where the chain of thought ended. Oh my. Uh, but anyway, it spar- It was sparked with. I was listening to a spoken word performance of Henry Rollins. Okay. And Henry Rollins was talking about how growing up being this kind of like frustrated youth, you know, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. his his situation, broken home, a mom. You know, weird mom situation. He grew up in Washington D.C. during a, a, a time of really heightened racial tension. You know, and he was one of very few white kids going to a black school, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. got picked on. You know, for being yeah. white. It's you know what the I mean? reverse of what it is. Yeah, here. as strange yeah. as it sounds, it happens. Yeah. It is what it is. And he got drawn to punk rock, the D.C. hardcore movement, mm-hmm. Bad Brains, you know, Minor Threat, Teen Idols, all that other stuff. And that kind of put the exclamation point on the way that he was feeling and kind of articulated yeah, yeah. the stuff he was experiencing. I got to thinking about, I got to thinking about the music that I'm drawn to mm-hmm. in relation to your that, life, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, relation yeah. to my life. <clears throat> you you know, as as aggravated of a guy as I get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't come from a shitty home. No, my no. my parents yeah. married, still are, still married. Um, my mom was very educated. You mm-hmm. know, we weren't strapped for cash mm-hmm. when I was growing up. It was a good situation. Yeah, and I think the music that I was drawn to 
was not necessarily a release from the frustration of home, but a release from the mundane. The, the, the normality of it all. Of, yeah. of home. And I understand that. I understand that's that. That's why I like bands like Kiss. Yeah. You know, it's over the top. It's crazy. It's over the top. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not uh, just run-of-the-mill life. Anyway... How this relates to Striper. <laughs> I'm interested to see where this goes. Was, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was thinking about Wasp one day, and I was like... The opposite of Striper. <laughs> right. Well, no, because Wasp toured with Striper whenever... Wait, really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, they, that would be probably an awkward backstage, I would imagine. They built, they built it as heaven and hell. That is genius. <laughs> I never once in my life ever heard of that actually happening. Yeah, it was it was a thing. I can't remember when, but I'm guessing it was probably around. I mean, the mid to late '80s, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was probably around the time of "To Hell with the Devil." Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. And I got to thinking about Striper a bunch. Okay, and I got to thinking about how. Striper relates to that just kind of train of thought gotcha, that I was on gotcha. and how there was probably a lot of young people at that time mm-hmm. that were drawn towards a non-secular message. Yeah. Uh, but with the the cultural affectations of uh, the hair metal movement. Yep. You know what I mean? Because, yep, absolutely. you know, there, were, there was a time, there was a period of time where Motley Crue and you know, Rat and all those bands represented what they represented. Round and round. Round and round. What goes around comes around. <laughs> You're in love. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway. Love will find a way. Just give it time, Dustin. <laughs> so I, I, got, I got, in a roundabout way, I got fascinated with Striper again because Striper's not a band that I like. Really? However. Musically or because of the, the, the politics and religion side of it? Um, Musically, mostly. Yeah, okay. um, the... The the religious component, it's, you know, I don't like straight edge music either. Yeah, because which is it, funny because you're very openly straight edge. <laughs> I am, yeah. But straight edge music gets to be, there's no other word for it. It's preachy. Oh, and absolutely. I, I, th- yeah. I think a lot of those bands can come across as very condescending um, and holier than thou. Yep. And I don't think it put, it, I don't think it creates a... A, a frame of reference for the listener that is always identifiable Gotcha. for whoever's listening to it. And it can be off-putting for an otherwise subculture that you do want more people coming to the tent. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because you're marginalized anyway. So that all said, I, I wound up on Striper. Good. <laughs> because I was thinking about that, that how those, uh, how culturally it, you are affected or your upbringing, your economic status, or what what have you. Yeah. All the things that affect the art that you're attracted to. I, I got to thinking about how, as I've gotten older, though I don't like bands, I've become fascinated yeah. with them from a behavioral standpoint. Absolutely. Striper is a band that, had you played them for me when I was 16 years old, I'd be fuck that. No. No, it's stupid. I don't like it. This no. Dumb. <laughs> Michael Sweet is a jerk. You know? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. No. <laughs> and uh, and I would just steer clear of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm at the point where, you know. <laughs> how did this get here? Like, how did we reach this point? Like, <laughs> that's the process I want to know. On well, no, side. I think, you know, I 
there's I have I I think I'm slowly developing a thesis. You know what I mean? <laughs> First, just striper or music? <laughs> no, in no. For me, I want to hear the striper thesis. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, for for music in general and the way that you're affected by it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and striper is one of those things where I'm just fascinated with them and how I grew up having just like an aversion to like, bleh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, it had a lot to do with my mother's very religious. Yeah. And there was a time that my brother was very overtly religious. He mm-hmm. went to uh, Indiana Wesleyan. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. College. And I got, got some friends he, to go there. Yeah, he got his degree and he did all that stuff. And I remember feeling like, man. <laughs> Whoa. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back off, buddy. You know, he took he took me to he took me to a to see a band in Fort Wayne when he was in college. And they were called White Cross. And they were okay. they were a fairly well to do Christian metal. When 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 was this? Uh, well, Derek's seven years older than me, so yeah. it would have been like his first year of college. So he's eighteen. Do the math. Okay, I'm okay. somewhere okay. around eleven or twelve. Yeah. Um, and I remember going to the show, and I had a good time listening to the band yeah. and watching the band, but I was really turned off by the dialogue that was happening. And was there like that. was there one of my biggest pet peeves about religious bands is that i'm i'm i like i like a positive message i'm mm-hmm. cool with that sure but it's when it, it it's when it stops everything and there literally is like a sermon in the middle <laughs> and it's like uh, like no i mean i it's, i'm not going to be disrespectful in any way but it's right, like right. you're killing my buzz here man like, like <laughs> no it's i i think it's interesting non-secular music specifically because i think there's for whatever reason the people that are I think there's an element of taboo to the people that are attracted to that that stay oh, yeah, that sure. stay strictly in that community. Yeah. It's a way for them to kind of uh, be on a diet but cheat and have some sweets, <laughs> you know, at this at yeah. the same time. And you know, you get all the kind of pomp and circumstance of of the hair metal movement, yeah, but without all the herpes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, for sure, for sense? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's. No, it, you, you get you get the the rock and roll minus the sex and drugs, right? Yeah. Right, and you still get to kind of feel there's an element of I feel badass, or yeah, I've, or I've like you're bad. part of something. Yeah, yeah, I've been bad, sort of thing. And I've been thinking, I've just been thinking about that a lot. Yeah, uh, lately, and I've also I tied all that into uh, synesthesia, uh, um, where you okay. you you hear colors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Music you, reminds and, you of a color and or you, something. No, the, oh, the, you mean the physic, the physical, the actual yeah, condition okay. where you, the condition. Okay, you see sounds and hear colors. Yes. Um, and I was thinking about that. I was like, that's a that's an interesting thing to talk about. Like, imagine, I don't understand it. But no, it's super no, cool. But I mean, it happens. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's literally, some sort of weird thing that happens with some people's brain. And I thought about just the process of winding up where your taste in art. You know, all the things that yeah. that lead up to you being, to, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. And it is such a complex equation of things. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking about uh, synesthesia, and I was like, oh, my God, it's a variable <laughs> that we can't, we, yeah, can't yeah. we cannot even project. I can't even imagine you know? that. Like, yes. Physically, I'm incapable of imagining. So that's why, that's why I bought a copy of... <laughs> <laughs> To Hell with the Devil by Striper. Gosh. Is that the one with the van on the front? 
I think it's on the back. There, there's no, there's one that's a that's a because I we did a similar story. Thorax was up in, in uh, Champaign, Illinois, and we played a record store, and like we were like we wanted to buy something. So we're like, oh, this cool record store, but we were broke. So we were on tour, and we found like a three dollar cassette tape of Striper, and I was like, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna buy this. <laughs> and, like on the front was like yeah. this huge van. It's the Striper like, van, the black and yellow stripe, yeah, the big yellow like lights the, on it. it. Looks like the turtle van. That band, that band, that van is badass. It as fuck. is. I would drive the shit out of that van. It's like a. It's like it's a, almost like an RV. Like it's huge. Well, it was like a. It was like a honeybee version of the A Team van. Except it's way bigger. <laughs> it's way bigger. It's like a great dude. Album. I just love vans, man. It's a I, I, have a good, I have a good appreciation for a good van. <laughs> it's, it's the uh, it's the holy roller. Oh, I hope that's what they actually called it. <laughs> I really do. I really I, hope that's what they called it. No, I I just to me it's fascinating. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Absolutely. Just that you know, that world versus this world. Why mm. you arrived at where what you yeah. arrived at, and I don't. Well, well t- tell me, tell me why why do you think you listen to what you listen to then? What we'll do a roundtable. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I think it just goes back to stuff when I was young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As I've gotten older, things have compounded and 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 forked and tree branched in every yeah. single different direction. But I think when I, I'm I'm epileptic. When I was a kid, I, I had seizures yeah. a lot, and there was a lot of things I could not do. Mm-hmm. You know, I was leery about playing sports because if I got jostled too hard, I'd have a seizure. Yeah. It was awful. So I spent, uh, they put me on a drug called phenobarbital, and it's a barbiturate, so it made me gain weight. And I struggled with being overweight my entire childhood and well into my teens. I understand that. I'm still Um, fighting that good. I'm still fighting (laughs) the good fight. Right. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time in my room. Yeah. Just pouring over music. Mm-hmm. Just devouring anything that I could find. And I I got fascinated with MTV and I watched right. Headbangers Ball and um you know you know just videos. Just yeah. fascinated with music videos. I remember seeing Vinnie Vincent's Invasion for Nightmare on Adam Street and song. <laughs> Always comes back to Vinnie fir- Vincent. The first time <laughs> yeah, the, the first time I saw Kiss was the I Love It Loud video on Headbangers Ball. Yeah. You know um, and I got fascinated with music, just absorbing it because yeah. because it was it was enjoyable to me yeah. for one, and I was able to kind of live vicariously through the people in the videos because I couldn't go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you know I didn't have a girlfriend until I was 16 years old, hmm. and just up to that point, everything was just like it sucked. I had yeah. long, I had long hair, uh, really long hair. I had my voice was high. I was overweight. You know you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. created it just created this thing where like I can attach myself to that because no one's gonna poke fun at me. Yeah. You know It's 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 a lot of people have that the the the, the well this was what the hair metal area era, I would assume, or close to it. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, even now, like metal the, the subculture of metal is actually very welcoming when you're in it. Mm-hmm. So like the out the outcasts and people who feel like they don't fit in somewhere are attracted to that because it's somewhere they feel like they can fit in. Right. Like that's that, that's a lot of people get sucked into it from that way. A yeah. lot of people get drawn to it because of the the alienation feeling of not having that. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just you don't remember. You don't remember like pivotal moments where you realized like something just clicked. Because I have I have like several moments where I remember just being like, okay, this is a thing now. Now I do right. this. <laughs> well, I I remember uh, 
my when my grandpa died mm-hmm. um he died in 1984 so this was when i was very very yeah, young yeah 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 he had two guitars both of them are over there in the corner yes. okay he had two guitars and my mom my my grandma or my mom or whoever said these are your and Derek's. you guys yeah. can have these and there's a guitar in the house yeah for, for each for each of us all, all of the yeah. sudden and playing around with that and towards the end of high school or when my brother started going to college he he started playing guitar mm-hmm. and there was another guitar at home and eventually you just pick it up yep you pick it up. You just try to figure it out. Yeah. You just start. You just start learning stuff. So I remember that the first time I saw Kiss on Headbangers Ball was huge. I was seven years old. Um, there was the "I Love It Loud" video, my mm-hmm. absolute most favorite Kiss vid- video ever made. Uh, I remember that. I remember um, being fascinated with Angus Young. Oh, I had that phase you too. Know, I also from, had that phase. Yeah. Uh, they when they put out the um, Heat Seeker. Um, I think it was on the soundtrack to The Last Action Hero, the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. I think it's Heat Seeker. Mm, and I remember watching. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, it's I'm that not 90s on era that. of ADD. Heat Seeker! Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember being like, ugh. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it got to the point where I started learning how to play guitar, got better at it, formed my first band, mm-hmm. you know, just all that stuff. So I think that those things those are big pivotal yeah. moments and at the same time because of my mother's line of work she was uh psychology yeah she's she specialized in uh treating addiction uh, oh and, yeah you told me that before yeah. yeah so there were there were a lot of stories and like seeing some of the people that was in my mom's group mm-hmm. you know seeing that those people look bad yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that lady's got open wounds on her arm and the, and the other one's been amputated below the elbow. Ugh. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's because she shot up too much yeah. and it, she went septic. And the, all those things kind of got me to the point where I was at. Yeah. So I have like mm. a couple moments that I remember being like pivotal. Part. Like you, something just changes. Like you just know something's different now. <laughs> like you, 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 <laughs> you may not know it then, but like at some point. But I remember my, I grew up, um, my mom is musical. Not necessarily no necessarily with instruments she's a singer she's a wonderful singer still is sings all the time won't sing in public because she's terrified but she has an amazing voice she's just nervous right so my my, my mother my mother sang all the time and so i would sing with my mom um when we were when i was really young we would go to church and i was always like the youngest one to sign up for choir and stuff and do all like music always fascinated me and then when I was in fifth grade, I you, every, they get the option of like you like you have to play the recorder in fifth grade. You have to. Everyone does it. You got. So we, we called it song flute. Song flute. We called it the recorder. Okay. Whatever. Right. But say the, the stupid black like with the white tip, like the the weird like dick shaped instrument that you have to play. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I I hated that. I hated it. Yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, we we literally had to. He our teacher came in and they're like, "We you do it or you fail. You fail a class." Right. So we did it, and I fucking hated it. I like I knew there was something about it I enjoyed. I just it wasn't this. Right. And then one of those weird little moments where I was at my grandma's house and I'm in fifth. I'm in fourth or fifth grade. It's just before we start doing that recorder shit. And um, my grandma always watched the old the old old old. Uh, TV shows and stuff, and the Muppets was on, <laughs> and it was that like the ep- Muppet Show, the Muppet Show, yeah, it was the episode where Animal meets Gene Krupa. 
But like, I just remember seeing Gene Krupa play, and it was just like, is uh, what? <laughs> like, what is? I didn't know you could do that on a drum. Like, yeah. so that was cool. And then, so I immediately, I immediately wanted to be a drummer. Make the thing the the Muppet theme song. Yeah, that's the one. And then, like, um, where's the next one? I remember uh, I went to like the with the way a band worked at our school. Every if you wanted to be in band, you had to come audition every instrument. Right. And I wanted to be a drummer, but so did every fucking kid there. <laughs> so, so they, they let me audition, and like I killed it. And they were like, "We don't, we're not, we're not accepting any more drummers. We'll make an exception for you." So they made me feel special, right? And that was really good. That didn't happen all the time because I was also an overweight kid who was awkward, wore a lot of Hawaiian shirts <laughs> when I was young. Hawaiian <laughs> shirts and khaki shorts. I was awkward, <laughs> so that made me feel special, dude. No, oh, I'll show you pictures. It's insane. I look like a like a like yeah. a ten year old tourist it all sound, the time. It sounds like uh, you could be like you could back up Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, dude. Big wireframe <laughs> glasses. Yeah, the whole nine yards. So that made, that made me feel special, and that was a big moment for me. <laughs> and and then I joined band. I remember the the one day. Um, I got to eighth grade, and you're not, you're not or seventh grade. You're not allowed to play the drum kit when you're little. Right. I went to band early one day and got on the drum kit, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even sit on one before, but I was like trying to figure out just like basic beats and stuff. And this older kid came in and was like, "Get off the drum set! You're not allowed to play that." And I remember being really upset and just being like, "No, fuck off!" Like I didn't say that, <laughs> but like the attitude was, "No, I'll do what I want," and like. That feeling of the little bit of rebellion was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> like, I like this. This is good. And so that just kind of went from there. And then I was honestly, when I was, I, I was kind of like you where my family was somewhat religious when I was young. Mm-hmm. And uh, it so metal at that point kind of like actually scared me. Like, it frightened me. I didn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> Dude, I know, right? <laughs> like, you never think that now. Right. But, like, I remember seeing... Um, forget what it was. It was some black metal band when I was real, 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 really little. Sweet. And it scared me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when I got into junior high and stuff, it became like, I got a little rebellious. Not terribly. Like, I was I didn't get in trouble, but I wanted to be rebellious kind of thing. <laughs> so yeah, like, really. And so... Fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, come That's on. how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started listening to, like, ACDC and Metallica and stuff. Right. And I still didn't really like the screaming stuff. And then I forget what it was. Something just clicked one day. And I found, I think I found a band that was, I forget who it was. It was really, really heavy, but it didn't have the screams. It was, it was a heavy band with had clean vocals. And I remember right. I did, I dug it and that's where it kind of took off. Right. And then I had my first show with my first band and like that sealed it. I was like, this is what I'm doing until I die. This is what I'm doing. I don't care what I have to do. Done. Yep. Chat. <laughs> Move it on. So that, I mean, those are the moments that led me. So I think speaking of like what always caught my attention musically were kind of what you said were things that pull you out of the mundane. Yeah. So all the music I like, or at least the ones that stick with me, the ones that I still listen to all the time are things that there's some aspect of that music. That's really weird. Uh-huh. That's generally okay. like Dragon Force. The first time you heard that, I was like t- 2004. 
I was 14. I'd never heard anything like that before. Right. It stuck with me. Right. Three Inches of Blood. I've never heard vocals like that before. <laughs> it stuck with me. Right. Like, that's that's the things that I always, like, was drawn to were the weird things. Right. Even even something little, like Strapping Young Lad, just the appearance of Devin Townsend was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with before the, he, before the he shaved his head, right? The skullet with yeah. the white dreads. Yeah. I was like, I want I want to be a part of this. I it's interesting to try to to try to backtrack to that point. Yeah. And try to figure out the when the, when the switch flipped. Yeah, yeah. The 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 impetus for a major change. Yeah. So to speak. It's hard to do. You just got to like uh, uh maybe I my entire life has revolved around playing music at like fifth grade on. Right. So like, I guess all these moments, I'm still in that phase. I'm still playing. I'm playing twice this week. <laughs> like, right. so I guess I'm still in that phase. Maybe with me, all those moments are still very fresh and real. Sure. Because sure. I'm still in that phase. I think, well, I, it's, we were talking about this a while back. These, yeah. You know, I think somebody, one of you guys asked me, like, what's your one thing? Yeah. Like kiss wise, that you gotta have. Oh yeah, I think it was me. And, I you that. and uh, I was as I've gotten older, my my kiss collecting has turned more the 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 prize of my collecting mm-hmm. is just knowledge. Yeah, and just creating stories. You know, like oh that's interesting. Oh cocaine, okay. You know <laughs> oh I mean? yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, that. And as I've gotten older, I think I because. All of the introspection, mm-hmm. everything was introspective about how the music related to the way I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, how, yeah, yeah, how for it, sure. How it made me or how I got to the point that I got and things like that. And now it's it's turned into I'm, – I'm thinking more about how it affects everyone else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And it's the same kind of thing with the collecting to where there's, there's almost like a paradigm shift in how I enjoy – music yeah. and things like that. There's been a very, very big shift in it. And yeah, I think it's it's all very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my my collecting my collecting aspect of things is it's not so much like when I first started with like the game collecting stuff, it was like I want the rare expensive ones. I want the ones that nobody has. Right. And now it's I want good condition things that somehow relate to my childhood. Right. So like it, it it's personal now. Like That's I get really excited about things that aren't rare, but like I found it and I'm right. like, Yeah This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is funny that you say that. Yes. Oh yeah, I know where this is going. Okay. Because Dustin went to a record show today. Oh. Oh, I didn't know this was going. I was wrong. I'm ready. Are you ready ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. All right. You have to describe what you see. Okay. I've not seen these yet either. All right. I had them hidden, right? Oh, look at you and your plots. Okay. (laughs) All right. First one. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, I have that. I have that same vinyl. The Terror (laughs) of the Dog by Nazareth. I fucking love that album. Right. I got a... Um, not particularly rare. Oh no, but, not at all. Yeah, but the I the this album Nazareth Hair yeah. of the Dog. Uh, I loved this album when I was a kid. Yeah, that's sit, one, that one. My me and my dad used to that album yeah, all the time. I would sit in my bedroom and just stare at the artwork on it. Did the the backside of that album is gorgeous. Have you looked at it yet? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, the yeah. backside of the yeah. album is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's like a like a landscape, like a deserty, spacey landscape. Well, I think to me, it's always looked like a moldy seventh son of a seventh son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see. It, I to me, it always looked like um, 
someone drained the ocean and there was some kind of like big structures underneath it. They look kind of like they're underwater to me. But like the growths on them and stuff. Right. It's sick. I love that album. We'll put we'll put some pictures up. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I love that album. That's the first one. I have um that one and I have the album that came before it, the one with like the the gargoyle and like the the suit of armor looking thing on it. It's another Nazareth album. I forget what it's called. Expect No Mercy. I think so. It has like some creature in like armor with a big sword on the front, and I have that one still yeah, sealed. That's, that's expect no mercy. I have that one still sealed. That's a good album. Yeah, it's a good expect album. Expect no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah, ready. Creatures of the night. Oh, you don't have that. I do. Oh, okay, so I have. This is the fourth copy now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's special about this one? Uh, it's in great shape. Oh, that's just okay. You just wanted to yeah, get I had, I have the, I have the back to black, uh, version. Yeah. That came out in 2014, which is great. Sounds good. Yeah. However, they they used the 1985 remix of the album. Yeah. Where the mix is different, the drums sound much, much, much different. Oh yeah. And the sequence is different. This is a uh, first press. Okay. It's original press of this, and specifically what's cool about this one is because to me, to my ears, and I'm sure KISS vinyl enthusiasts will debate me on this, but the pressing plant that this was done at, yeah. uh, 501, the, the pressing plant. <laughs> you know, and just the weirdest KISS things. <laughs> oh, well, well I, to me, to me, the those presses of it are superior. Are better, yeah. yeah. And this is, this is the original mix, okay? And what's different about this one than yes. my other one is that the back is, Oh, wow. That's cool. The back is slightly different. And the 501 up there yeah. in the corner is purple on my other ones. This one's white. <laughs> it's like I, I'm a foot from this record and I can't hardly see the 501. And here, no, no, I'll believe you. It's there. <laughs> it's just like it's such a minuscule difference. But, dude, I get it. I understand, like, just you want it because it's different. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Huge. Yeah. Huge. That's awesome. Look for this forever. So the only other version of this that I absolutely <laughs> have to have. There's a fifth one? There is. Okay. I want to get the American uh, 1985 first press of it. Okay. Where they remixed it. That was the different mix I was talking yeah. about. And they changed the cover. Mm. So the album did so poorly when it came out. In, really? Yeah. In in nineteen eighty two or late eighty two, early yeah. eighty three, that it did so poorly that once they got a stable lineup of the band and mm-hmm. they took the makeup off in nineteen eighty five, they put out that same album with a new jacket of the band <laughs> of the band without makeup. Yeah, yeah. And it generated some extra interest. In yeah. It. So gave, huh. Gave the gave Clever. the album kind of a second life. So yeah, to speak, yeah. So. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, that's a really good idea. It's super shady. <laughs> like that's a, that's a <laughs> sketchy idea. But that I mean, hey, money's money. I it's guess shoe fits, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. All right, let's take a break. Cool. We need to get you some kiss swag. Do it. Why I need kiss swag? Oh yeah. Why do Why do I personally need? Like I'm down. Like I don't. I'm not saying no. I'm just curious as to you your, just, as your reasoning. You just. Right, I used to kiss was I not like obviously not like in the the kiss bunker that right. we're in, but I used to have I used to have like bobbleheads and like picks and CDs and like toys. I had a lot of I had a lot of kiss stuff when I was young. I don't know what happened to it all. I had mugs. 
kiss mugs. How do you let it go? Um, how do you? I went through a phase right when I was getting out of. I don't. I don't think I even got rid of it. I think it just like was lost in the ether at some. I don't think I was like fuck it and just like got rid of it. How do but you I, let had, it get I had. I had a phase. I had a phase where, and I, I only recently got out of this phase where like. I was almost when I got really into like the heavy stuff. I was almost like ashamed of the yeah, <laughs> like no, really, like you suck. Yeah, I was almost like ashamed that I like I still liked ACDC, Metallica, uh, no, and Kiss, and Zeppelin because no. I would catch shit for it. No. So I was like, and now I'm like, fuck you, I don't care. I'll bench press you. Go right. away. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I kind of wish I wouldn't have like lost track of it all because like now I'm just like, oh, fuck it, I like what I like. Right. But I was definitely like kind of pressured into we're in this now so be this thing <laughs> so. that's one that that's one thing i'll say about a about a teenage dustin yeah that i you know put on some sow garden fuck you i'm gonna listen to rap okay you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. or i'm gonna listen to the sex pistols when when all my when all my buddies at school were like, fucking Pantera, I was like, no, that's not that good. I, I've never liked Pantera. <laughs> I like, no, that's not true. I like hair metal Pantera. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. actual old Pantera. Yeah, I dig yeah. that. With but the like, other singer? No, it's it's Phil. It's just, it, he's all like 80s power metal, okay. like like hair metal. They vocals. had a different singer before Phil. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it is pre-Phil. But I uh, I don't know. I heard it. Tucker showed it to me not too long ago. I never really got too much into it. So right. I never liked Pantera. And he was like, did you ever hear their like hair metal shit? And I was like, no. And he put it on. I was like, this is really good. Yeah, I it's actually this. pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why yeah. they got popular. I I used to give st- – I give still – still give Phil like a lot of shit for being a shit vocalist. Right. Don't like his vocals. Right. They're shouty and talky. Not my thing. And then I heard him. If that's him on the old albums, I'm like, why did he stop doing that? He's think, actually a good vocalist. I think some of it's him. Some of it's the other guy. Huh. So I don't – should we talk about Phil Anselmo? Um, yes. We're also going to talk about – briefly, I'm going to talk about Donald Trump because what happened is hilarious and I need to talk about it. <laughs> what? Oh, what, not, what is it? What mm, is, no, you get to wait. <laughs> why do I got to wait? Because I had to wait on things. You get to wait on things. No, it was in all the papers. It's where, like, the, the Pope was like, he's not a Christian. Fuck him. <laughs> like, if, if, like, literally, you if the if you can make the Pope go, nah, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you've done, you're, you're. You are something else if you can piss off the Pope. I'll have to look it up. Uh, okay. Literally, he made a statement, and it was – it was. I just saw on a newspaper again, like 10 minutes – like before I came here, I stopped to get this drink, and it was on USA Today, and it was the Pope on one side and, like, Donald Trump on the other, and it said uh, – the quote was, um, "If he if he actually says these things, he, th- this man is no Christian." And the other one was like Donald Trump, and it's like, "I'm a Christian and I'm proud." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, there's a Twitter battle between <laughs> Donald Trump and the Pope. This is the best. This is the world we live in. No. This is the world." What, what we do you think? Live what in. do you think? What do you think Donald Trump listens to? I I. Sometimes my mouth, my, sometimes my mouth says things. My, it's, it's just about to. My brain's like, don't say that. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Yeah. What, what? <laughs> the first thing I immediately thought was, I can only assume the sounds of himself fapping. <laughs> what Donald Trump listens to. <laughs> I can only assume that's what he says. 
So, yeah. but I wonder what it you, you know because like, like what does he actually listen to? Yeah, I bet I bet there's some CCR. I bet he doesn't. No music at all. Yeah, just I too bet. busy counting his money and being a dick. Well, no, I don't think he's that complex of a person. You don't have to be complex to enjoy some music. He may. Not I think get... you. I think you have to be. Well, wait, wait, waiting, waiting. God damn it! <laughs> Shithead. Whoa! I, okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like it's like when you meet like if you meet the guys from Cannibal Corpse, they're really yeah. nice guys. Yeah, right? for sure. And everyone's gonna say something like, you know, I was expecting you to just beat me up. Oh really? And then and then cannibal corpse guys are going to go. Well, we're human. Yeah, we, we have complex thought processes. No, and I emotions. feel like George would be like, we can do that. <laughs> like that's what I feel like what George would say. Right? Yeah, sure, but whatever. I, but I think, but I think like, and politics aside, because yeah, 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 music, yeah. the lifeblood, is not going to get into the political. Oh no, game. no, 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 Pol- no, no. Politics aside, you know, say whatever you want. It is what it is. But I don't think Donald Trump is complex enough of a person to be that nuanced as to be able to say, well, I really enjoy this album or mm, I, I see what you're saying. you know, the Beatles did this for me or the first yeah. time I heard the Rolling Stones. I don't think he's going to be that kind of guy. Yeah, I think it, he's going to be like, a, uh, I don't have time for music. Uh, he'll, he'll I say, companies to let he'll down. say, Oh, I, I like a lot. I like singer songwriters who all of them. Yeah, I can you see know, that. That's the kind of answer you're going to get from Donald okay, Trump. Because there's not I don't think it's I don't think it's anywhere near Okay, let's take it a step farther then. Let's take it to if you had if like Donald Trump's in front of you right now and he's like, "Give me some music you'll think I like." What are you what are you going to give <laughs> what Donald? What am I going to give Donald? What Trump? are you going to give Donald? Okay, now uh, I'm going to I'm going to preface this this with give him one you actually think he'll like right. and give him one just to fuck with him. <laughs> like he has to listen to it. He yeah. has to listen to it. Um uh Chris Brown. The, the one he thinks you the one he you think he'll like? Or? Yeah, I okay. think I think okay. he would like some See, like think about the age though. Think how what? old he is. He's not right. gonna like I think he would be that. into like R and B. You think so? You yeah. Think so? But on a very superficial level. Okay. So okay. I say Chris Brown because that probably strikes the misogynist chord with him. <laughs> Like smacking women and making money, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> oh, this guy beats up girls. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll support. That. Oh, I love it. I'll buy that album. Let's download it now. <laughs> oh god, fuck, dude. I, You're treading dangerous waters right yeah, now. It's okay. I, it's okay. I think. I think. I don't Welcome. know. I would. Um, uh, even like from like an age standpoint, mm-hmm. I, I fuck, fuck. I don't know. I get. Because my my immediate thought is to just jump towards very superficial, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know what. See, I would. I'm, but by his age, and he didn't he wasn't he raised in the South like originally? No, I I don't remember where he's He's from. from The East Coast. Is he from the East Coast? The accent. What are you talking? I don't fucking listen to how he talks. (laughs) I literally never heard the man speak. I don't think. I just I read what he says and go, wow, that dude's dumb. Um, <laughs> but I remember, you remember. I can't. When, I can't say that's I remember, true. I'm I sure I've heard him talk. I remember when some journalist asked Bill Clinton in the '90s, you know, what kind of music you like, and he'll say, and I remember Bill Clinton going. The Ballad of Eleanor Rigby is one of the greatest pieces of music ever written. You know, hey, at least <laughs> he I, has an I, answer. I remember somebody asking uh, George Bush yeah. one, George Bush, <laughs> what kind of music do you like? George Bush one, uh, the Isley Brothers. 
that seems about right. Like that seems about right. Every one of them, like, it's very stereotypical. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. George W. Bush. I like old honky tonk. Like, yeah, that's about right. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if I had to give him a band, he'd like. I think you might like this. I no no Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings nailed it. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I feel like I feel like he's 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 old enough. That he's not going to want anything weird and exciting and different. Right. But I feel like his personality is robust enough. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just I'm not gonna slam him more than robust. He's a robust personality. <laughs> I think he'd like something that's old, but like at the time would be considered different. So I think I think I would throw him like I think I would throw him like a like a mountain. I think I'd throw him. I think I'd throw mountains his way, <laughs> and be like, "You might dig really? this. You might dig this." That's, that's what I'm feeling. That's mm. what I'm feeling in my heart of hearts. And then just to fuck with him, I think I'd throw him rings of Saturn. <laughs> I <laughs> think you'll like this man give this a go and he has to listen to it no he has I to sit through it oh man i don't know I, I don't know i think you want like you want your president to listen to fancy stuff i mean obama complex complex music because i think that there's the stereotype that that's indicative of intelligence of intelligence yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like if the next president was like, I really like Between the Bear and Me, we would go. <laughs> like, the, me- the metal community would go, well, okay. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, A+. Plus. You know? <laughs> your, your next term is sealed. But, like, you're good. <laughs> but when it, what inevitably happens is it's always a very safe answer. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You can't go wrong with the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, well, Obama, when he first got into office, literally did what people joke about. He literally invited all of his favorite bands to the White House. <laughs> Like he literally like it was Earth Wind and Fire. Right. Yeah. It was um Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, Janelle Monet played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Oh, the piano the the piano lady. Um Alicia Keys. That's the one. <laughs> you nailed it. You knew you immediately knew. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is fine. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's gonna hear that. I mean, <laughs> she's probably not gonna care. <laughs> yeah. I like black women, I can't help it. <laughs> I like brown skin. <laughs> Just how blunt that statement was was like, okay, can't fault you for that, man. That's cool. Whatever you're into, man. I mean, I, I didn't know. know how to respond. I'm just no. be like, uh, uh, I don't know how to respond to that. That's why I married the woman I did. Well, that's part of the reason why. It's not just <laughs> just, not just it's not just the reason. Why. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> that came out real bad on you for a second. Let's move on. <laughs> Good call. I like that. Let's move along. We didn't finish talking about Phil Anselmo. We didn't. We do. Didn't. Do we want to? Absolutely. Because we've steered. I steered. I steered clear of it. Oh no! I mean, it, he's publicly apologized. We can talk about it. It's cool. Okay. I mean, I <laughs> personally. <laughs> I think Phil Anselmo's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but, right, right. I mean, you don't do that. Even yeah. Come on, man. It seems... Um, that that wasn't a joke. That's not a joke. There's, you know, I posted I posted some things about it on the on the Music the Life yeah, Blood yeah. Facebook, just kind of keeping everybody updated on stuff. Um, and I had some people ask me, I was like, dude, you're doing like the sensational tabloid bullshit. How is this related to music? And... I, I think it's very related. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have... It, t- it hits, like, important issues, and it's a vocalist of a huge metal band. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want to get in the business of... I don't ever want to be someone that tells people how to feel. 
Oh, no, no, no. Because that's your own thing. Now, if you, the way you feel outwardly does not line up with what I'm comfortable with, I'm going to tell you or we're, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to not have contact with you. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, everybody will talk about the Rob Flynn video. Yeah, yeah. You know, the machine head, you know. And, I'm, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad he did that because yeah. we need more – in my opinion, we need more people to stand up and say that's bullshit. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, we kid around on the show and we poke fun and, you know, stuff like that a lot. But – I th- I think it's easy to tell when something is really overtly not negative. Yeah. Not okay. You yeah, know what I mean? and that's not okay. I have a very low tolerance for a few things. Like I'm pretty chill. Like I'll let things slide at your life, do what you want. Racism's not one of those things. Right. I get real worked up over racism. And it right. makes me really angry. There's no excuse for that. I uh, yeah. That's just one of those things that like I I don't know. Like, it hits a nerve. That's just one of those things that really gets under my skin and people smoking around children. (laughs) It's another one that just really gets under my skin. But, uh, I think the lifeblood is for the children. We are. We're definitely (laughs) for the children. (laughs) The more you know, (laughs) knowing is half the battle. (laughs) I go, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. You know, I posted, I posted a thing. Uh, it just said that. You know, we're inevitably going to have dicks in the yeah, room. In the especially room. in this genre of music, where yeah. it's, it's a very aggressive genre of music that that appeals to aggressive people. Yes. sometimes. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't think us in the metal community should be so hell bent on trying to write fight with other people about how they should feel. Exactly. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I mean, they. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. You get to feel however you want to feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just kind of what you do with the way you feel mm-hmm. is what makes the biggest difference. Yep. I. I so I, I feel like it's it's a double. When you talk about things, it's, it's a double edged sword because I believe what he said is wrong, and he should not have done that. Whether he believes that or not, leave right. it off the stage. Um. But, but but if he did it, you know. Johnny Kelly. Johnny Kelly was the guy that grabbed him and kind of walked him off, walk, walked him off stage. Johnny Kelly's been on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if he says that to if he says that to Johnny Kelly or the other dudes that were there that night and none of us ever found were yeah. never the wiser, does that still make it okay? No, it does not make it okay. Or, to, or is the reason that it's really not okay is because we all found out. I think it's I think it's not okay because it was done publicly. He 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 made right. it, it. It wasn't so much as talking about it amongst people who may or may not share the similar view. It's a public ex, ex, exclamatory statement about right. it. Like right. he made it publicly known, right. and it, it's it's a double edged sword with this topic or any topic about this is because I feel like yes, it is wrong. He should not have done it. That's not okay. It's never okay. However, like you said, it's not our job to tell him how to live his life. Right. But when you're in the public eye like that. Even if you're not in the public eye, that's just something you don't talk about. Like that magnifying we, glass. Whether you feel it, whether you feel either side of that, just don't, just don't, like, just don't, <laughs> like, feel that way and leave it that way, right. like. But it's it's not okay. It's yeah, that shit pisses me off. It yeah. makes me mad. I think to me, it's more it's more sad yeah. than anything else. Uh, at least that's how I feel. I think it's I think it's very sad. Yeah, that's the only way I can think to describe it. 
And I think it's sad because chances are there's probably been a lot of times where he's done something like that and mm-hmm. no one has ever said and no one's noticed it or said you know anything I mean? or called him out on because it. Because I yeah. think it's it is it is less about I, I think it's less about coming to arriving at that belief system mm-hmm. by a clear, concise, accurate thought process yeah. than it is more about a convoluted, confusing, you know, it's almost like a math problem that's not right. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you look at it on paper, you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not right. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> and and it's unfortunate that no one's kind of pushed him to kind yeah. of understand things in a better Especially way. Especially when so. there are, like... I thought, out, out of all that stuff, out of yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah. I'm, I, I thought the most poignant... I thought the most poignant uh, – Rob Flynn's statement was very, very – yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That put a – that underlined, bold-faced, you know, hey, dude, this isn't okay. How Rob Flynn handled that, I thought it was interesting because it was done in a public – it was done in a public way. Yeah. But Pepper Keenan from Down, Corrosion of Conformity, he's buddies with Phil Anselmo. Pepper Keenan had one of the more interesting things to say. I think that's the one that I read. I think that's the one Where it was, you know, Pepper ended his statement with, I'll be there if you need help. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people tend to answer rampant views, you know what I mean? Stuff Stuff that's like that. It's almost like... Someone shouts that, and they answer it with more shouting. Yeah. You know, and I don't think nothing – sometimes things don't get fixed when both sides are – Everyone's max, yelling at each other. Yeah, when yeah. everybody's at maximum volume. And I thought it spoke – it spoke worlds of how Pepper Keenan sees maybe his friendship with Phil Anselmo and how he made a statement that uh, was – uh, it had a sense of diplomacy to the yeah. metal community at large. Yeah. And I think Pepper Keenan's statement made a lot of sense. Yep. Agreed. So. Yeah. It just, it's just a lot of, especially with this issue in our genre of music right. is people, it tends to be a, by the numbers, if you look at the numbers, it tends to be a Caucasian genre of music, mm. which is a weird statement, well, but it, yeah. it's, just it's a number thing. Say what you will with that, but like so people from you, from your vantage point exactly from my vantage point it definitely but like people think they can get away with that because of that they think it's almost like an open forum like mm. you I've, I've run into these kind of things in person before right and like it's just you especially with metal because like I said like it, it seemed at least in our area to be a very like there's a there's a noticeable difference in in people who are involved in this music or a uh, I guess a lack of color, I shall say, which is unfortunate because I don't know, man. It just it seems like people think it's okay because I don't know. It's like the it's like the whole it's like the the, the basketball NBA thing where it's it's a, a, a predominantly African American or black, whichever you prefer, driven sport. The same way hockey is kind of the opposite. Like right. it's just it's a numbers thing. So people think the racism inside of that when that one is lacking, think it's okay, right? It right. does. That doesn't give you. It make doesn't give you the ability to do those things. See, like, I'm of I'm of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that any kind of music has mm-hmm. has uh, 
has val could have potential uh, high value to to any number to of any, any number of, any number any of people. Yeah. yeah, and I think things like that, mm -hmm. what Phil Anselmo did, have over time perpetuated the, the, the making the results that the, we have the, yeah. the perception that yeah. you're not welcome in this tent. Yeah, and that's stupid. You know what I mean? That's... And I think that's what's unfortunate about yeah, it. Absolutely. And I, and I think. Rob Flynn articulated that point yep. very, very yep. well. So I think as far as metal goes, I, I would think because of a lot of the people that are attracted to it feel marginalized mm -hmm. in some other aspect of their life that it gives them a sense of community. Yeah. And I think that's why you have a lot of the time everyone is so guarded of the mm -hmm. community. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If if you saw, <clears throat> you know, if, if you were at – you know, a fucking Slayer show, and there was a dude there wearing a Jay Z shirt. You know what I mean? Dude, you, I would shake that man's hand. You, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I th but a lot of people in the crowd would be like, "What the fuck yeah, is that about?" Yeah. When I think it should be like, "Hey, new guy." Yeah, cool. Like I just you know saw I mean? someone talk about this. Yeah. I just saw a post about this on. I think it was on Facebook. So you know, it, it wasn't like a news story. You don't have to question its validity. It was a statement, <laughs> and it was <laughs> right. it was like this people referring to like the punk shows where it's even any kind of local show mm -hmm. where it's a lot of times the older people who are more experienced will take the opportunity to, to pick on the new awkward kid. Right. And like, why? Like I've witnessed that. I've seen that happen where the new kid comes to the show and he's alienated in some way. And it's, people see it as, as a, almost like a proving yourself kind of thing, which is stupid. Like you've been that kid once before. Right. Like welcome that new person in. Like, yeah. like make them feel welcome. They're yeah. here because they don't feel like they fit yeah. in somewhere else. Yeah. Like take that chance to give them that feeling that you have when you come to these shows instead of putting them down and making them awkward. Right. Yeah. Like I, just, stuff, I stuff like that, stuff like that. It, like I said, it perpetuates the perception that we're very exclusive as opposed yeah. to inclusive. I, there's, so. I, I, I'll call that shit out too. Like when I, cause it makes me so mad because I don't know if you've noticed it, but we're still, from a religious standpoint within metal, people are still very reeling almost from like the church burnings in the 90s in Norway. Mm -hmm. That's that, that set of that mindset that we're all just animals is like still around mm -hmm. to a point. Sure, so with, sure. Maybe not with the younger group, with the older group, and they kind of still control things. So you kind of got to deal with it. But if, if I go to a show and there's a band in particular, I'm not going to name names, that would always come to shows and they, they were too old to be acting like this. And they show up and they'd be drunk <laughs> at the all ages venue. Right. They'd walk around with alcohol, like under their coats with like strolls. And it's like, dude, everyone can see what you're doing. And they'd be really inappropriate with girls who were way too young to be acting like that. Like, yeah. Come on, you know better. And like, you're the problem. Like you're the reason yeah. why people who are, even, may also necessarily have authority, right. but people who, who are not in this community view it as negative because it's assholes like you who are causing – people see the bad. They don't see the good. Right. They don't see that – So why doesn't, why doesn't the herd thin them out? Do what? Why doesn't the herd thin them out? I, it, it's a good point. I don't know. I try to. I'll call them out on that. Well, I, I, think, I don't want you making me look bad. I think like, that, that's yeah. – that, well, that's the, rhetoric, that's the rhetorical question is yeah. why don't we tell you – know, you're being a dumbass. Stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, that's, we, we did. I think. Yeah. I think that's. Well, I think that's. It needs to be done. Indicative more. of yeah. what Rob Flynn and Pepper yeah. Keenan and all those people did. So, I I would hope that, you know what I mean. It's it's re it really it really sucks. 
It does. It, it does. sucks that uh, when 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 we say, okay, think of some awesome black bands, and we go like all all black or just like members. Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> I know, mean, I, several came to mind. Right. Yeah, but. But you got to think for a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta, yeah, I guess uh, Tosin. Oh, yeah, Kill Switch. You know Tosin, what I mean? Kill Switch. Yeah. Um, there's not. Suffocated, suffocation. Yeah. To me, to me, to me, there's, you know, there would be, there have to be a time of adjustment in that regard. To yeah, where yeah, yeah. We have, we got to get some more people in the tent. And yeah. then eventually, once you get enough people in the tent, it doesn't become white, black, you know, whatever it just becomes the people in people, the and that's so. what it—that's sh- what it should be anyway. It's—I want everyone to exp- to feel the way I feel when I listen to this to, heart, to heavy music. Right? It's—it's it's an empowering feeling. It's a good feeling. I want everyone to feel mad. See, I just, i don't, <laughs> i have never seen—I've <laughs> never seen it as mad. Right. Um, I, 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 when people ask me about it, why do you listen, why do you listen to that screaming shit? Is what I would, people always ask me, and it's like, or why do you listen to that angry shit? It's like it's not angry. It's it's. When you see a professional football, particularly a linebacker, who is incredibly aggressive, mm-hmm. is he angry? No, he's aggressive. But you're okay with that. Right. Like, what's the difference? And they, they, only, they only see the pits. And they, they only see the violence. They don't see that when that kid falls down, eight people stop to pick him up. Right. And slap him on the back and push him back I think it's more, it's more, it's a semantics thing. Yeah, that People just is. don't understand it the way yeah. because it doesn't hit home with them it doesn't there's yeah. no point of reference i think to me metal music is more about or just aggro music whether it's punk yeah. rock or hardcore whatever is more about release you think so yeah hmm. it's more about just getting it out and working through it see with me it was always just the experience like i i wanted i want to see the the i wanted to live the weird mm-hmm. like i wanted to be a part of this this thing that not everyone's into not sure. everyone gets to see this up close and like i think that's what i like it for right. like now yeah it is kind of it is kind of a release now especially playing for me is more of a release less so than going to a show sure going to a show i just want that i want that memory i want that experience but i don't know man it just i, I why can't everyone just do what they do and shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. yeah. Just let everyone do what they want to do and be happy and love each other. Yeah, and... well, it's because somebody does something that sucks. I know. This this has become a sad cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Pantera, Lamb of God. Pick one. We didn't uh, talk about that. Lamb of God. Lamb of God all, all day, every for, day. Absolutely for certain. And I'm not a huge Lamb of God fan. Really? Um, I love me some, some Lerma Gerd. And I'll tell you why. Tell me, tell me why. Um, I will say that I do think Dimebag as a soloist mm-hmm. is very good. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Very good. Very entertaining. Yes. Very fresh. Yes. But the rhythm section aspect of it mm-hmm. bores the shit out of me. Yep. And the lyrics and the vocal the vocal oh his vocals drive me nuts yeah i'm just not it's just not my thing it's that shouty thing i don't i don't dig it yeah and from a lyrical standpoint there's not which is funny because i like kiss (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i mean put your hand in my pocket grab onto my rocket (laughs) okay do you like my seven inch long paws leather heels (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> walk on home boy walk on you know home what i mean is, is there really that much of a difference no there's you not. know what i mean there's not. but there's uh, there's yeah. not but i think in 
if you're just looking at lyrics, it's all about the message behind everything and the context yeah. that things are delivered in. And I always wanted Pantera to be, uh, I wanted them to sound smarter. <laughs> oh no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. And how that relates to Lamb of God is, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a very sobering statement. It was. It was um, a very sobering statement. And how that statement. relates to Lamb of God is that I Chris Adler is a drummer. Chris Adler is the I very like, intelligent man. I like, I like <laughs> yeah. hearing him play. He can do complex math, and he plays his drums that way. Yep. Uh, the uh, uh, Morton. Mm-hmm. Norton. Morton. I think it's Morton. The bass Morton. player? Yeah. Yeah. The stringed instruments... Very, very, very God, cool, very, yes. very um, kind of fresh sounding, very unique sound to them, much more entertaining. And Randy Blythe, from though I don't, he doesn't particularly thrill me from a vocal standpoint, mm-hmm. but his writing, his lyrics, yes. he's he's gifted with articulation and prose. Also, mm-hmm. just him as a person is very fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lamb of God's yeah. one of those bands you can just be like, huh. How do they function like together? <laughs> right, because they don't well. Right, so it's a it is a very complex machine. Yeah, Lamb of God that doesn't always sound complex. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. They have the they have the gift of writing a song that not only you can enjoy it for its various layers and interwoven lines, but also it's catchy. It's catchy. Yep simplicity you can still tap your you know snap your finger to it so yeah i i definitely pick lamb of god um never been a big pantera fan to begin with yeah but uh chris adler man Mm. from a drumming standpoint chris adler is a machine yeah um willie adler is a machine morton is really really mark mark is it Mark? Mark. Are you I sure? Think it's Mark. Is it Mark? I don't know the gray one the one who has a gray beard (laughs) (laughs) um is is there he's phenomenal randy is incredibly interesting i think randy might be an asshole <laughs> like, <laughs> like you hear you hear i don't think he is you hear no. a lot you hear you hear both sides of the no. coin with randy though no that's what it is I think yeah, you hear yeah both yeah. sides of the coin i think i think he's just not gonna suffer fools exactly I think, I think exactly he's, he's like glenn danzig he's just not gonna put up with bullshit yeah. i heard him i heard him asked it was during the unholy alliance tour they were interviewing uh, they were interviewing Randy, and mm-hmm. they said, "What's it like playing before Slayer?" And he goes, "Did you ask Slayer what it's like playing after Lamb of God?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, "A good one." Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. No, good job. Great to be there. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, it just I they put on a good show. They they've created, however, they have created one of my least favorite stereotypes. <laughs> they've created the 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 camo shorts, black shirt, skate shoes. I know very little about music, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> not saying about that Lamb of God. Yeah, dude, how many of those guys do you know who come to shows? I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen them in the same clothes <laughs> every <laughs> single time. Right. And, like, they're just, it, I've, we always referred to them as, um, not say we, who, who would I hear that from? As um, cave, caveman metalheads. Caveman, <laughs> caveman metal. See, you're the Which re- is fine. You're it's the cool. reason. It's you're just, the reason there's such divisiveness. Is it? Because I'm not like, no, it's wrong. It's just like, I don't, I mean, it's cool, man. I don't, it's, I don't get it, but it's cool. <laughs> I'm not going to dislike that person. It's just like, man, like... Between the Barrett and me is real cool. <laughs> you should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Like I wanna let's let's read. Let me let me learn you good. <laughs> let me learn you some things. <laughs> they, 
again, the same time, you, like, I love Lamb of God. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're I really can't. good. Uh, what is it? Uh, Burn the Priest. The Burn the oh, Priest the, stuff. Oh, the, pr- the early stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I like the Burn the Priest stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, their early catalog for me is not, is, is not as, I don't like it as much. I like it, but like, Wrath is the one that I was like, oh, this album's so good. I like As the Palace Burns. As the Palace is my second favorite one, yeah. yeah. But just, oh man, Wrath is so good. The second track on that, um, it starts with the Blast Beats. I can't remember what it's called. Mm, which one is Taryn Hubris in the House of Frank Pollard? Oh, I will show you all that <laughs> I have mastered. Also, False Messiah is a really good song. I like yeah, on Wrath as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's the one that like, cause I always liked Lamb of God, but I never got super into it. And then Wrath came out and I was like, <laughs> this is really good. Yeah. Sacrament. I think Sacrament's before Wrath, right? Yes. Sacrament was the one I was just in that, man. Really? Yeah. The, a lot of people like Sacrament. A I lot of people like Sacrament. Yeah. Yeah, Wrath yeah. is the one that gets me. I love Wrath. Yeah. Yep. Lamb of God. Lamb of God. All right. We're okay. wrapping this up. Yep. Where do people where do people find us? Jake? Where do, where do people find us, man? <laughs> I'm not sure what a FIFA is, Dustin. <laughs> um you can find us on <laughs> We should make a Tinder account. Should we? We should make a Tinder account. <laughs> so people can swipe us? Yeah, yeah, swipe us, all three of us. <laughs> on on just in really awkward positions. <laughs> you want some of this, ladies? <laughs> some of this. How about this? this? All three bold men. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, iTunes. You can find us on. Are we on a. Uh... Shit. The other. <laughs> Instagram and In- Tumblr. Instagram and Tumblr. Are we on uh, the, uh, the other radio one? The other iPod one? I'm not iPod. iHeartRadio? Nope. Spotify? Nope. Well, fuck. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. I guess I was wrong. We're on all those things. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. That was bad. We really, I really tanked on that Let's one. Let's do it again. Okay. Right. I'll leave it in, too. <laughs> I know you will. All right. Where, <laughs> where do people find us, Jake? <laughs> okay. <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, soon-to-be Tinder, <laughs> uh, uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Tumblr. Tumblr. That was Tumblr. one I forget. I there always forget is. Tumblr. Tumblr's yes. always one I forget. Bottom line is this. We love hearing from the listeners. We do. So reach like, out comment, to Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, subscribe. Reach out to us however you see fit. Yep. Good do times. It. And like I said, if you talk enough shit, you might end up on the show. <laughs> right. You might incur Dustin's wrath. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's another episode of Music the Lifeblood. Wrapping. Lamb of God. All day, er day. Music, life, blood, something old. Something new. What are you listening to?